This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast, follow me on Instagram or Twitter. It's at Strict Anonymous. I got a Facebook page. That's facebook.com, I think, slash Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, If you haven't subscribed here, subscribe. If you can write a review, write a review. Those always help the show. I love getting good reviews, at least. I'm not telling you to go write a bad review, but people write them. I mean, that's your choice. Uh, If you are on YouTube, subscribe to my show comment on my episodes i love youtube as a platform i said it before i just started posting my um episodes on there because it was like super easy to do for my podcast hosting site but then eventually i like checked it after like maybe six months of being on there and i was like oh all these people are uh subscribing to my channel and people are commenting on my episodes and it turns out i really enjoy it so if you want to comment on an on any of the episodes you hear here, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and comment. I reply to every person that makes a comment on any of my shows. If you want to join my Patreon, I set up a Patreon account. You could go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I have three tiers. They're pretty simple. There's a $3 tier. Basically, for the $3 tier, you're just supporting my show, which is really fucking cool, and I really appreciate it. You're also getting these episodes, which I air typically every, well, not typically, like every single week on Sunday night at 8.30, they go out religiously for the past six years. But if you want to get them early, sign up for that tier, the $3 tier, support my show, and you'll get these episodes on Friday at noon, 
if and you'll also get a Q&A. I do a monthly Q&A where people submit questions to me. They're allowed to submit questions about me, my show, guests that have been on my show or any of that kind of stuff. And I answer them all. I've done two so far. There's a June Q&A and a July one. And they're filled with lots of interesting gossip if you ask me. This month I did, They people asked me a lot of personal questions like, oh, how'd you lose your virginity? Or I actually asked them on uh, the Patreon. There's a lot of questions I asked people so they could chime in. Um, and then I promised that I would answer those questions. So one is like, where was the craziest person you had, craziest place you had sex? How did you lose your virginity? And I have to say my losing my virginity story is probably the only one like it. Like, I don't think anybody has my losing my virginity story. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what it is. You could either buy my book, which is on Amazon. It's called The Cartoon Misadventures of a Total Trainwreck. That's a good book if you really want to know a lot about me, because basically it's Every one of my relationship stories from my losing my virginity story to my, well, I turned 40 and every horrendous train wreck relationship I had in between. <laughs> I mean, not one is good. So, you know, I don't know if you want to feel good about yourself or know more about me Buy my fucking book. You'll also, the first chapter opens up with my losing my virginity story. But if you don't want to buy the book, just join my Patreon. Even the $3 tier, you'll get the information. Um, And like I said, you'll also just be supporting my show. I've been doing my show for six years. It's a lot of work. I've been doing it for nothing all this time because I truly love what I do. I mean, to me, there's nothing more exciting than getting on the phone with a total stranger and asking them questions and finding out about themselves. I mean, this show is all about the fact that I think regular people are fascinating, anybody, like just people are fascinating, right? If you ask enough questions, you'll find something interesting about anyone. I tend to find the, the interesting sexual stuff, but I just think people are fascinating regardless. So that's why I do my show because I love to talk to people and get to know them. Uh, but I, and I've been doing it for free, but now I'm trying to monetize it. So sign up for that here if you just like I said want to help myself it's like chump change it's three bucks a month uh, you'll get these episodes early you'll get the Q&A there's a five dollar tier where you get extra episodes Q&A early uh, episodes and then there's a pantyhose only tier I found out through doing my show that there's a big huge community of guys who dig pantyhose they wear them some, some of them wear them some of them don't but they're really fucking into pantyhose and they're trying to get me into pantyhose and we they buy me pantyhose they send them to me i do reviews it's a whole thing going on there and it's fun i find it fun i think those guys find it more than fun because it is their fetish it's not my fetish but it's something that uh i was open to trying on again i don't know pantyhose to me went out of style a long time ago but these guys are trying to get me back into wearing them so if you want to know about my wearing them and what i think about them go to my patreon page sign up for the seven dollar tier you'll get all the pantyhose stuff you get extra episodes there you get a lot of interaction there's a big community there growing of pantyhose guys so that's a good thing so go sign up there anyway all that that's all done Today, I have a guy named Jay. Jay wrote into the show and was like, oh, I had a very vanilla relationship with a very conservative woman who's my wife. And now it's like gone to the point where we're doing really crazy, kinky things. And it's true. Uh, Jay and his wife, like I said, like he said, went from being sort of vanilla to 
them getting into and trying lots of different things, including him, her pegging him, her fisting herself while she's talking to women online that she's met, them discussing threesomes, uh, the stuff that, I mean, you know, because she was like pegging him and all that stuff and he was getting some, you know, action. I was like, did you ever put anything up your ass before this? Because I don't know. I don't know if any, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, there was one guy that put a G.I. Joe up his ass. So I always have to ask that question because the things that people find around their house and put up their ass is always really funny to me. And he talks about that. He, he tells me what he puts up his ass and it's, it is kind of funny, uh, but it's true. And, you know, I always say like, you can't make this shit up. So uh, that's what we talk about. Like I said, his, what they've gotten into. They've also gotten into some BDSM. Uh, and so, oh no, wait, I forgot. There's one more thing. His sister, her sister, she's got a sister who has like been hitting on him since they've been together and like sends him naughty videos and stuff. And he talks about that. It's a little confusing because he kind of says it's like something on the down low, but his wife's going to listen to the podcast. And I'm like, you want me to take this shit out? But he said no, like a hundred times. So that's why you're, you're, you hear it. You hear me say, do you want me to take it out? But I leave it in there and I left it in there because he said he was totally cool with it. That's that story, but you'll get the details uh, about all of that when I come back on with Jay. (laughs) Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Jay, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you tonight, today, tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good. So you wrote in to tell me that you and your wife do a lot of kinky things together, but she used to be, or used to be, or you guys both were, or maybe she just was like super conservative, right? So, I mean, how did she go from being conservative to being into or getting into all the things that she does with you, including like you said, fisting, pegging, double pegging, mutual pegging. I don't know. You said back and forth pegging. I don't remember exactly what you said, but... We're going to get into it. Uh, I mean, it's been a gradual uh, thing. Right. It took close to a year for us to actually have, like, normal plain Jane missionary intercourse. And then over the course of our 10-year-long relationship, it's just um, gotten more and more uh, like a slow-burning flame into the depravity, I guess. Right, but tell people how that happened because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are having like regular vanilla sex with their con- conservative girl, right? How do they go from that to where you guys are, right? And there's a lot of other things that you guys are doing too and we'll get into that. But like when you met her, when you say she was conservative, like what does that mean? Uh, one of our first met her when I, I was 18. I mean, she was just about to turn 23 uh-huh. at that point she's um i think she's made made kiss like one guy maybe given like one unenthusiastic hand job mm-hmm. not he probably not even take a completion mm-hmm. and i don't know whenever she was a virgin 
Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Out of because religious reasons. I don't necessarily think it was solely religious based, but um, I think she she kind of had like a very sheltered upbringing mm-hmm. and wasn't really allowed to to like date guys or go hang out with guys, and that might be part of a, a different issue for a different uh podcast i guess but <laughs> all right well no i like to get into all kinds of things but so when you met her did she wait until you guys were married to have sex or did she have sex with you before you were married <laughs> no uh <laughs> when, when her and i met i've uh, already had sex and i kind of well, I mean, I thought she was, she was just like the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So I kind of moved in on her pretty hard, and she turned me down like two or three times. and was actually kind of ruthless one time and shut me down real hard in front of like all of her friends and stuff. And then uh, that just made me want her even more. And then. Of course. I mean, the virgin that's pushing you away. You knew she was a virgin, right, at that point? I had my suspicions. I, I figured she might have only had like sex with one long-term boyfriend. Oh, okay. So you didn't Maybe, really like, know for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was like the ultimate term. challenge because she was turning you down. Correct. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I thought we started dating and she kissed me on the first night and then like, our first date and then like Two or three days later, she was just like, we were just sitting there watching a movie, and next thing I know, she was giving me a blowjob. And what? Yeah, like it. I don't know what I did. I mean, she's always <laughs> telling me I'm like, in her eyes, because believe me, I'm probably nowhere near the greatest thing on the earth. But she just said she didn't know. She just knew that. We were going to wind up together, I guess, and decided to say, fuck it. I'm going to suck this dude's dick. (laughs) It wasn't like you were pushing her head down. I mean, she went for it herself, right? And she had never given a blowjob. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she just just went for it. Um, Like, I was just sitting there, and at first I thought she was just kind of like going to, like, give me a hand job. Because, I mean, I was kind of rubbing on her and kissing, Mm -hmm. like, we're making out and shit, but... Nope. Next thing she knows, she had my turl. She had my toes curling, and <laughs> right, she's like, blowing you. It was a, it was like night and day between her that I knew, and then the her I just met like fifteen seconds ago. Right, and like, did she give a good blowjob the first time out? No, no, I don't think. Oh, okay. I mean, it ended in the, like the same end result eventually but like you got off but it wasn't so great right how can it be so great the first time right nobody really knows how to do it but so but you were surprised because here you knew she was super conservative right because she was really playing hard to get and really was not doing anything with you sexually and then all of a sudden your dick is in her mouth did you have sex with her that same night no i did not we tried but um it wasn't working out that night 
Okay, but so the, you did have sex with her before you were married, right? So how long, like, into your marriage does she start to let you do other things? Like you say, it was a slow burn, right? Just so other people listening could know how they could get from, like, where you were with this girl married to a conservative girl who had never been with anybody else to the point where you're married now to a girl who's, like, doing all kinds of stuff, right? How do you go from there to there? Uh, it was probably about, I'd say two and a half to three years into our marriage before, um, like we could actually do, um, quickies without her like wincing or wincing. Yeah. Like she does this weird, uh, she's, she's kind of a very nervous and timid person Uh in general. Uh Uh-huh. But like anytime we try anything new sexual, like at first, the first like couple of times, it's almost like um, I describe it like like if you open up a closet and a like a moth flew out or something, it kind of makes you jump, you know. Uh huh. She kind of gets like that that like real antsy, jumpy. Oh, oh take it out, take it out, take it out. Uh, <laughs> mentality, right. I guess. Yeah. So I mean, after like we were together almost a year before, like we actually had sex. What? And, uh, correct. Yeah. Meaning you'd put your dick in and she'd be like, take it out? Like that. No, like I couldn't. You couldn't even put it in? Like maybe, maybe the tip. Like I, I broke her, <laughs> like I popped her cherry like four months into the relationship, but that's like as far as she would let me go. It'd just be like, just getting the tip in and like some slow back and forth. And then she would just finish me off with the blowjob. Because it hurt her or like, is that why? Or she would just get freaked out. Do you know why she didn't? I mean, not that we should really focus that much on it because she's doing all kinds of like interesting things now that people would probably want to hear more about. But I'm just wondering, why did she only let you put it in like halfway? I mean, I had a boyfriend who I called him halfway in guy. He'd only put his dick in halfway. Like I've talked about him on my podcast before. It was like some weird game, but it was like kind of hot. Right. But like, for you guys, right. was was she like turned on by it, or was it that it hurt her and she couldn't relax? Like, why was she not letting you fully do it? I think it was more of her, um, I guess, the anxiety, or like a she had like maybe some sort of stigma about it's already she already has it in her mind that it's going to hurt. Right. So mm-hmm. when she does feel like any sort of um, pain or, um, I guess, like adjusting. She's so it was it, so it wasn't comfortable for her is what it was right physically it was not comfortable with her for her right yeah at first right. mm-hmm. but for you so then, let me ask you because people used to ask me all the time like how the fuck did you deal with the halfway end game right we that's what we used to call it i used to all my friends knew and I, for me it was like it was really good i don't know you know and they'd be like how could you d- deal and i'd be like oh it's like hot there's something hot about not being able to do it and just like kind of say it. like for you was it like a turn on in a way because you just like wanted it so bad and it was like a challenge and that was like the foreplay of it or was it frustrating? Uh, it was probably more frustrating than it right. was of the actual challenge. Right. It wasn't a turn on at all. So we took you a whole year to have sex with her. You guys weren't married yet then, right? But you still you had sex before you were married. 
Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yes. Uh, we weren't married, but we were living together. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I think it was like maybe the first week we actually lived together. That so you were finally able to put it in and go in and out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that might have been the, the catalyst of where we are today because... Once I was actually fucked her, um, she, she had an orgasm and after that it was like almost a daily thing, maybe two or three times a day. Right. She I was finally like, into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So that went on for a few years before we actually kind of started getting into like the kinkier side of things. Cause like coming into the relationship already kind of had some kinks that I like that I've acquired from my previous partners. Like what kind of stuff? Well, back then it was just like simple, like just the biting and choking and tying the girl up and Mm -hmm. just, just like some light BDSM, but that's kind of like grown now. I mean, like I said in the email, we do quite a bit of stuff, but I think the biggest thing that, like the biggest hill or hump that we got over with um, in a sexual manner would be um, just like that first time anal sex. Because mm-hmm. that didn't happen until about halfway through our relationship. And then once that happened, I kind of, she kind of used that to justify like, you know, like doing the, like fucking herself with the dildo and in the car on the way to church or whatever. And <laughs> what like, do you so mean? If I could take a dick in my ass, I can do this. She kind of got that mentality about it. Really? That's so funny. So wait, so right. I could take a dick in my ass. So that, so therefore I could fuck my pussy or like on the way to church. <laughs> I mean, what was she doing on her way to church with the dildo? I was, uh, sure. We don't go to church anymore, but right. Back in the did, day. She would, yeah, she'd, she'd like go to church with like a butt plug in with no panties and oh. like I said, she'd like dildo herself in the back seat while we're driving to church and her, um, wow, she like was a Sunday naughty best. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She kind of like, and that was, those two were her ideas. Like she wanted to, yeah, she's sure. The one who brought up like the, the going out in the public without any underwear on and the butt plugs in public and she was just waiting for the right guy to feel comfortable to like let her little freak flag fly which is great and i think you know 
very true of most girls, but I think a lot of times they just don't ever find that person or it within themselves to be really comfortable to be able to really, you know, go after what they're fantasizing about, right? Obviously, she had all these things that, you know, she was... Once she was open to it, right, and felt comfortable, she was super open-minded and willing to try a lot of things, right, and even coming up with the ideas herself. Right. I think, um, like, that's just how, like, our personalities, I guess. It's like I'm that type of person that, like, kind of extroverted and tries to, like, make everyone feel comfortable to come out of their shell at social gatherings and shit. She's Mm -hmm. like the like kind of the more reserved introverted type person. But when we're together, we're like, she like kind of brings me down a little bit, but I kind of like get her out of her shell a little bit. Yeah. You guys are super and, compatible. Like that's the perfect fit, right? You, you balance yeah. each other out for sure. I think that that's like a really great couple. That's why you guys work, right? I believe so. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't, we don't like getting those um, arguments and, screaming matches or whatever it's all everything we do is always like thought out talked about right mm-hmm. well both of us are okay with what's going on before it happens yeah and that's no, kind of how you had oh, said sorry. to me like oh yeah like i'm getting outside and my, my wife knows i'm doing the podcast i was like oh okay like i mean she's you guys are very open with each other i know you did say in the email to me like oh there's some stuff that i did to behind my wife's back in the beginning is, and then I was like, are you going to like say that shit on the podcast? But you said this off air, but we'll talk about it now. You were like, no, she knows about that. So was there stuff that you did early on in your relationship before she got into the kinky things that were behind her back? Or like, when did that stuff happen? Uh, we broke up for, I don't, I don't know, like a fucking month or something like that. Yeah. Like way back, this was like right, right around the time we were trying to like, like right before we moved in together. Uh huh. And I kind of took that month and kind of like fucked a couple of her friends and some other people <laughs> I knew. And, yeah. And she, I guess she doesn't know about it, or if she does, she doesn't really care too much uh-huh. about it because, like, like I said, we weren't together. So yeah, and it was so she long was ago. Really right. Cool about it, but uh-huh. she doesn't know about that and. Uh, she also doesn't know that one of her family members has tried to fuck me a few times, <laughs> but I've never like pursued it because I just don't find that person uh, attractive, I guess. Who is the person? It's one of her relatives, like in her immediate family. Right. Now, do you not want to say exactly who it is, like whether it's her sister or her cousin, because that she's going to be listening to this? Correct. Okay. So why would you, I mean, do you, like, listen, I'll give you the the option right now to take that as well as the thing about fucking like some of her friends when she was younger out of the podcast. Why would you even need her to know? Like you, she, you said she still doesn't know about that stuff, right? So if she's going to well, listen I'm to so- the podcast, wouldn't you not, wouldn't you not want to keep that in? Oh, I, if she is right here and she asked me about it, I tell her. Okay, but she so she's, she's never like asked about it, right? And you don't think she'll care? Probably not. Now this was like 
No, but what about the family member? You want me to take the family member out? Because then she's going to be wondering who the fuck is it? And then you'll tell her and then you think that won't bother her? I don't know. Oh, no, she knows who the, she knows the family member. Oh, she she doesn't know that they've actually like tried to pursue it more than just the family members like hitting on me in front of them or stuff. Right. Okay. So she knows though that this family member's after you. Right. But like I didn't really show her the videos that the family member sent. (laughs) Oh my God. What kind of videos? Like, like, like she sexed with you? Like she sent you like nudie videos or something of herself? Yeah, she'd send like a video of her just getting out of the shower and like taking the towel off and playing with herself for me and saying shit like, you know, so-and-so doesn't have to know. It'll be our little secret. Oh, my God. Can you please tell me that since your wife knows already who the person is, tell us who it is. What does it matter if we know? Like, I need to know. Is it her sister? Is it her cousin? Is it her mother? Like, who the fuck is it? (laughs) Come on. Yes, I mean. Uh, it's her sister. Oh, God. Yeah, Older like, or younger sister? It's her younger sister. Like, she turned 18, like, the year we started dating. So, at this time, her sister was, like, maybe 19 or 20. Right. Her naughty, dirty little slut. <laughs> no. I can't believe her sister. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, her... The shit I've heard about her it'd probably be enough for two whole podcasts man what for the the sister you mean yeah okay so like she's out of control like, yeah she's like the complete opposite of my wife right mm-hmm. so so that your wife knows that her sister's like like that way or whatever it's just super promiscuous and maybe inappropriate right right Okay, that's so funny. All right, so her sister's hit on you. That stuff, I, I don't know why I just brought that up, but I just remember it was in the email. But anyway, let's get back to your relationship with your wife. So you have anal sex with her. She winds up liking it, I'm assuming, right? She gets into yes. anal. And once she gets into anal, she feels like empowered by that in some way. Now she's like it, open to all kinds of things, right? And now when do you get into like the fisting and the BDSM? Do you bring the light BDSM into your relationship with your wife eventually? Right. Yeah. Um, we get into the the more like the BDSM. Um, her, her job when we moved... She couldn't keep driving from where we live now to where her old job was. Mm-hmm. So she had a period of, uh, I don't know, like three or four months where she didn't work. And that's when the BDSM stuff like really kind of kicked off. Like she would have to like to do certain rules, like chores and shit, or she would get like, you know, she didn't like put the dishes up. She would have to like go get the mail butt ass naked or something like that. And <laughs> then like we would have, I would come home on lunch and, that's when we would like kind of lay out like what she has to do. And then she had like her daily like spankings and punishments and all that stuff I would do on my lunch break. And then I would go back to work and then she would have to do this, this and that before I came home or she would get like, have to be like tied up to the chair and uh, with her fucking magic wand, like up on her clit on full blast. until I told her she could get up and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So you're the and dom, she was, she's a sub, and she was into it. Yes. Uh, mostly I'm the dom. Right. Sometimes she is. Sometimes there's a little switching going on. Yes. 
I've heard that before. That's common. Uh huh. What were you gonna say? Uh, well, I used to go out of town for work a lot, and usually whenever I would come back, you know, I'd be gone for like a week, maybe two weeks. Uh huh. And then when I'd come back, that's whenever she would be the dog. And that's what started uh, the pegging was, uh, I mean, I've seen the porn before, before I met her. Uh-huh. And I actually had a girlfriend that was, like, into it and would, like, try to, I mean, back then I wasn't into it, but she was. So, like, I've been around it before, and then my wife brought it up, and she, like, she just came up to see me in the hotel and some fucking middle of nowhere fucking town in Kansas. Mm-hmm. The hotel just happened to be right next door to like a Christie's toy box or a fucking Adam and Eve store or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, we, like, so she's like, well, let's go next door and, you know, we'll get something. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I was already kind of fucked up from drinking and shit. Mm-hmm. So we fucking walked across the parking lot. It's like 12 degrees outside. <laughs> and go in there and I'm not really seeing anything that like we don't already have or haven't already done. And she, she just kind of says, you know, why don't you go back up to the room? Leave me your key or leave me a key or whatever. And I'll, I'll, I'll fucking surprise you. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I went back to the room and then when she comes in, she just goes like straight to the bathroom and I could hear her like in there fucking around with some shit. And like, uh, like some rustling and packages opening and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, man, dude, it's about to be fucking badass here in a minute. Yeah, right. And uh, so she walked out and she had this fucking strap on. And she's just wearing it. And I'm just kind of like, God damn, what the fuck? This, I was, I was like unsure about it. I didn't really want to pursue it. But, you know, she talked to me. She's like, well, I mean, you get to fuck me in the ass and, you know, she, you, you like it when I, you know, lick your ass when I jerk you off and shit. So she talks me into it and that, it, it ain't bad. Mm-hmm. I'll give her that. Like, I mean, at first, uh, it was, it was pretty terrible. Like but, it hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I mean, after that, you know, I told her, I was like, she wanted to do it again. And I kind of apologized for her. Like, man, I didn't know it hurt that bad. You no, know, I apologize for doing that to you. But then for a while there, that's, that's like the only way she wanted to fuck. You mean she, meaning she wanted the only way she wanted, she just, that's the way she, what she wanted to do to you or the only way she, she just wanted you to fuck her in the ass is what you're saying. No, like that's all she wanted to do was peg me. Oh, okay, because it turned her on. Yes, she she embraced it, open armed, and loved every minute of it. And she still, like, still now she asks to do it, but it doesn't. I mean, shit, we don't get to have as much uh, fun as we'd like to nowadays. Because you're older, you have kids or something. Is that why? Yeah. Mm Hmm. But the pegging thing for you now before, like, because you said you came into that relationship with some, you know, you had gotten into a lot of stuff before her, right? Did you ever do the pegging with anybody else? Or that it was the uh, first time. Did she take your anal virginity? She did. Okay. Um, 
I kind of dabbled in it. Like I said, I had a, a previous girlfriend that was like really into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like even so far as like she would bring her own strap on over, but I, I've never let her do it. I mean, I let her finger me once, maybe twice. But then um, on the other hand, uh, I would sometimes like do like some self-stimulation of myself. Yeah, I was going to ask while, you that. Uh huh. While you were like right. jerking off yourself or whatever by your by yourself. Correct. Uh huh. I, I just I was curious, and then I, I was curious, and then I um, found out I enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. fingering yourself versus taking a. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you, what did you, like, I've heard all kinds of things that guys have put up their ass, okay, while they were home. And I've had a lot of guys, like, even though they're talking to me and I don't know who the fuck they are and I'm never going to know who they are. Nobody's ever going to know, right? But they still don't want to admit it, right? I had a guy in recently who, like, it was so obvious that he probably put something in his ass at some point and he was, like, he, he stood firm, like, it was a big fat no. But, you know, a lot of guys, oh, you know what I'm talking about? talking about? The, the guy that you kind of got into an argument with about like him being um, like him, him he's, he's saying he's not like bisexual. He just likes sucking dick. And <laughs> that guy, cause I, dude, I swear that guy sounds like, like he always says, Oh no, it never went anywhere further. But you know, you, you know, he took it up the ass a few times. Yeah. Well, no, I, w- I think it was, the, it was the one guy who said he really wanted to be pegged and wanted his wife to, but he said he had never put anything in his ass, but I was like, come on at home. Right. Like, and even when you're telling me the story about like the pegging stuff, I'm wondering like, while you know, you're, you're open-minded, you've gotten into all the stuff with girlfriends and stuff. Right. So when you're home by yourself and you're getting into porn and you're playing with yourself or like, you know, has anything ever wound up up your ass before? That's what I was thinking, right? While you're talking and then you admitted to it. But I was just wondering if you said it was just your fingers. Had you ever put anything else up there or was it just basically your fingers when you were home alone? The only thing I've ever like stuck up my own ass was I had like an electric toothbrush that was like one of those Oral B power wand motherfuckers. That's Uh like, it looks like, like some sort of vibrator. Yeah. And like for a while there, that was like my go-to. But um, wait, do it? You put it in and then turn it on? Fuck, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? You this was like fifteen years ago. I know, but I mean, if you put it in and turned it on, that would have been like what you liked about it. So I think you would remember. Listen, and if you did it, other people did it. So they'll know. Write in to me if you ever put an Oral-B toothbrush up your ass. And let me know whether you turn it on or leave it not turned on. <laughs> so wait. So, uh, oh, I should link to Amazon Oral-B toothbrush. It's like, you know, a, a, a sex toy that no one, you don't have to hide. You just leave it on your counter. Just don't let anyone use it. So wait. So I think it's a spin brush. It'll still have the same model, but just like a newer one. Right. So you must have turned it on. Do you remember? Uh, did you turn yeah, it I on? I did, to be honest. Okay. So that's what you used to put inside your ass. So you knew that you liked it anal for yourself too, right? So go back to this thing that your wife bought. You said that it was like, cause you said there's nothing compared to that. Like, was it, but you said it wasn't that it was super big. Like, what about it was memorable? Uh, well, 
one, I mean, I wasn't doing it myself, so I didn't like really have much control over how like far in and fast she would go. Yeah. And it also wasn't, um, like the, the shape of it itself wasn't like anything I've ever had inside of me either. Mm-hmm. Like it was, uh, fuck that thing's like eight inches long and like an inch and three quarters, maybe two inches across. Right. I mean, it is a two inches across is big. Yeah. People don't understand. Like the only thing that, yeah, that's a, that's a big, Two inches across, that's a big old hole. Yeah. People don't understand. I didn't understand because I've bought sex toys and like when they say two inches around, it's not like two, I I can't explain it, but like you think that seems so small, but it's really not when it comes out, right? Because it's kind of like across, not around or something like that. I don't know. Like you think it's around. But it's not meaning two inches around, which would, right? It's not like you're taking a ruler and you're putting two inches around. It's two inches across, which is a very big difference, right? Right. Like, like if it's two inches across, it's it's almost like seven inches <laughs> around. around. Right, right. And I think once I was like, oh, two, like two inches is so small. But like, no, it's like fucking huge. Yeah, she... That's the, that's what you took up your ass? Yeah. So wait, let me ask you this. When you say that you guys are into fisting, I mean, I was just assuming she fist, you fisted her. Does she ever fist you? No, she doesn't. She she doesn't um like her hands getting like lubed up and stuff. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So, but I personally I'm not really um, like into like the anal stuff on me right. as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But the fisting was, I think literally the day I sent you that email, I got out of nowhere. She, my wife just texts me like, I'm at work and I just look down and I get a text from her and says, I want you to fist me tonight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, that's new. Really? That just came up? Yeah, just out of nowhere. Like, like there's like a, her talking about like, her and the kid are doing this and then the next step is I want you to fucking fist me and then the next step after that was like I'm going to make chicken for dinner how does that sound that's so great I'm just sitting there like yeah dude fuck yeah yeah, that's like real life stuff, you know, it's like funny, like, like, they never write that scene in a movie, because movies are always like, so not realistic. But that's like the way it goes. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I want you to fist me tonight. Oh, yeah, we're having chicken tonight. <laughs> it's like so funny. So wait, so did you go home and fist her? Uh, I got got close. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've been working on that. I got her. The most I could, like that day, the most I could get in her was three fingers. And that's after several toys and a couple of hours of uh, three fingers. You could only get in. I got big ass hands, but oh, yeah, okay. only three fingers. Okay. And um, I mean, am but, I like, am I loose? I mean, like, <laughs> like, does that make me horrifying that I'm like three fingers? Big deal. Like, I don't know. Do you have thick, big, humongous fingers? Yeah, from. I actually, I know this because 
I was kind of bragging to one of my buddies, and I had to send him a picture of like how wide my hand is. Yeah. <laughs> from just like just a normal closed fist, from the outside to like my thumb is just over six and a quarter inches. Right. So you're like you have they, just humongous hands. So your three yeah. fingers are like someone else's five fingers, right? I mean, you're not talking like regular fingers. Because I would right. say, like, how hard, you don't have to work a, like a vag that hard to get three fingers in. You're saying after toys and all this stuff, right? I mean, you're just like, so your fingers are just gigantic. Yeah, they're like, they're they're like my three fingers are almost as wide as her entire fist. Yeah, that's she can self fist herself. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. So has she done that before? Yes. Um, like I said in the email, we started. I don't know. I just, I guess I just wanted to like really just to test, like to see like where she would like draw a hard line. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I talked about it for years and she was never cool with it. She never wanted to do it. So one day I was just like, all right, fuck it. You're going to get mad at me or you're going to love it. Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. After being with someone so long, you could already know what they would be into and what they'd be against and all that stuff. Right. And for years, I thought she would, she was like, she kind of always kind of struck me as like, she had some bisexual tendencies. And like sometimes I would catch her like seeing, like looking at a girl or something that she liked and you could see like those fuck me eyes on her, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I got, I downloaded, bleh, we both downloaded the app and uh, it's like an anonymous, you chat to people in your area anonymously. And like she downloaded it and posted like, you know, I posted on her thing. I was like, "Body curious, let's chat." So she winds up like sexting like two or three girls, mm -hmm. like three or four days, and like I'd, I'd wake up in the middle of the night because like I, I could hear her like giggling and shit. I thought she was like just like watching TV or something, but you know, of course, she would let me read her conversations and I'd let her read mine. But hers were always way the fuck better than mine. <laughs> Were you so talking to just, girls too? Is that what it was? You were both like on there, like chatting sexually, like sexting with random girls in the neighborhood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so she discovered she could self fist on our couch at like four in the morning on a Tuesday night. Cause like, for like we usually have sex like early in the morning before I go to work. So I go, if I'll set an alarm like at four thirty or something, mm -hmm. and then like we'll have our sex and then I'll go to work. She'll go back to bed. But uh, so she she learned she could self fist, and then I guess that's when she decided just to text me out of the blue that she wants me to fist her. No, but how did that tie go, into the girls? Because you're like talking about her fisting, and then you're like, we got on this app, and we're like, she's sexting with women and now she's fisting herself like that seems like disjointed like how does does the talking and sexting with those girls like did that get her to fist herself like was she doing that while she was talking to the girls does one have anything to do with the other yeah uh, i'm sorry i should have been more clear on it but uh she was talking to this one girl that she thought lived next door to us mm -hmm. and um I guess she thought like I was asleep and she was all horned up. She was like masturbating. And then and it, I went back and like read the conversations. And then this other person's like egging her on like, yeah, see how many stick in you, you know, when, if you were like, if you and I were fucking, I'd have like the whole fist in you. And 
Like I'd be, you know, sucking your clit while your husband jerks off and watches and shit. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the conversation she was like um, having when she was masturbating and self-fisted herself. But uh, right, you weren't but, there though when she did it, right? Or were did she tell you about it the next day? She told me about it when I woke up like 20 minutes after she did it. Uh-huh. Like, cause, like I said, like I wake up, we fool around before everyone gets up and then I, we go about our day. But yeah, whenever I woke up that morning and I came in there, like I could, like she made a mess and I knew she was, um, I knew what she was doing right off the bat and she was like, embarrassed and she felt really bad and guilty because she just like masturbated while sexing another woman while she's married and like it was like you know when he gets everything she believed and her whole being i guess as a person you know but you her, knew about it right yeah yeah i knew about it i encouraged her but she still she still like felt really sad mm-hmm. and like after and she was done okay right after she was done i guess like that um that, clarity, yeah, I guess. totally. <laughs> yeah, she felt and, uh, freaked out. <laughs> Poor thing. And I told her, I was like, yeah, and I was, I was telling her, I was like, you have, you have nothing to feel guilty about. I encouraged you. Right. This is exactly what we wanted. And like, this is hot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I always tell her, I like, I like whenever she's, she, she has a, probably gonna get off track one more time but it, no we don't i don't mind getting off a of track and going back don't worry about it her uh her favorite dildos the the bag dragons what is it called like it's called it's a bad dragon it's like the brand they make like fantasy bad, dicks and... bad dragon b-a-d mm-hmm. okay bad dragon right okay and um shameless plug again yeah but that's her favorite dildo and it's like uh this thing is like bigger than all her other dildos, but it has like the has a tube in it where you could like squirt fake cum in yourself. But and I always tell her like, oh wow, I'm looking at them online. They look like they're yeah, made out of clay. They're like the softest, uh, most realistic feeling silicone I've ever. Oh like, really? Felt. Yeah. And so I I bought her one because. She always like she, when she would watch porn. Those were the ones she kind of gravitated to. Were those type of girls masturbating or whatever? Uh huh. But she always said she it wasn't because she was like interested in the girls. She just liked the dildo. But that's back to the whole bisexual tendencies thing. But right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would always tell her I love like I love the feeling of her after she gets done doing that because like she's all. Uh, wallered out i guess and it's just like a giant mess and i don't know why but i just fucking love it right and so like that's that's what happened was like she said she was she was so sorry that she was uh fucking herself while she was talking to this woman and uh i just asked her i was like i was like you know i have no 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 reason to be guilty once again. Right. And then I just, I just straight up followed up with her. I was like, what were you doing? Like, how did you do it? Cause 
for what she's still kind of reserved about when she masturbates. Like she has like planned it out, no one in the house and she doesn't want me to know for whatever reason. Like I've let her fuck me in the ass and she still kind of gets a little, I don't want you to know I'm fucking myself around me for whatever reason. Right. Right. This is the same girl that like is fucking herself on the way to church in the back seat, but she still feels embarrassed when she's doing it at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I fucking love it. All right. But, uh, so she showed me, and like, she, the second she put all fucking five of her fingers in and got up to her wrist, I just, I just kind of pounced on her. And then, uh, uh, she wanted me to, it's kind of like one of the things we do is she loves, like I said, that bad dragon dildo. She fucking loves it. And we already have the strap on harness, so we just put it in there and I'll fuck her with it. Right. And it's like. Fuck her in the ass with it. No, she doesn't want it in the ass. She can't. It's too big for her ass. Oh, really? The the which bad dragon does she have these things? I've never. Why have I never heard about this brand? Like, I don't understand. Are these really popular? I've never seen this shit before. I'm bad dragon. The younger kids, but. Yeah, they're but new. No. People should see bad-dragon.com. I should call them up and try to get them to sponsor, be a sponsor of my show. They have the, oh, these yeah. are the most interesting things I've ever seen. If, if they give you a sponsor, you got to send some shit my way. Yeah, totally. I would because you turned me on to them, but they have to send one to me so I could say whether they're good. But look, they get all kinds of awards and stuff. So you're telling me that they're super realistic and they feel softer than like, because that's the bad thing about regular dildos. There's just like the plastic is so hard. You know, it's hard to find ones that are comfortable. So these are super comfortable is what you're saying, right? Yes, I think that's the, like that's the, that's why she loves it so much. Right, because they're more realistic. Yeah, and she's she's fucked me with that one. Yeah. The one that we had. Mm-hmm. And that one compared to like the regular dildo she has, that's close to the same. I think the regular dildo is actually a little bit smaller. Yeah. The Bad Dragon is like, it's bigger, but it feels so much fucking better. Right. Do you know it's which like, name you have? Look, and they all have weird names and shit. Like, this is like... Yeah, in- they... They like model them after like shit off of TV and fucking video games and shit. The the one we have is, well, I guess she has. She's more than way more than I do. But yeah, hers is the the demo gorgon from Stranger Things. Demo gorgon. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I want to pay attention to you. Oh, look, they have these things. These masturbators wrap your package. Do you ever use those? Have you ever used any of those? No, I'm not. um, What about the wearables? Put it the ones to put over your dick. You you don't need that. Do you do you do that? No, uh, we're we were talking. We actually have stuff that's. But with all the COVID-19 bullshit, they're actually not making anything right now. We Uh actually have an order that we have a wearable and. a couple of more of the dildos that right. are supposed to be, I mean, they still haven't taken the money yet, but like I said, they're, I think they're shut down for the COVID. But right, right, right. Okay, interesting. So we have some more stuff on the way, yeah. Yeah, people should check it out. I've never heard of this. So this is like popular with regular, like, this is like younger people, like I don't know about, like this is a new brand. 
yeah, they have all like a lot of cool stuff on here. People should check it out. But let's get back to your story. So she, you saw her fist herself for the first time. Then now, does she do that all the time? I don't. Uh, she does she this mainly when she's by herself. I think so. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's something that she like just jumped into or if it's she's been working up to it. Because like I said, she's kind of keeps to herself about her her own sessions, I guess. But yeah, um, since I since she showed me, I know she's done it like at least another time, but like two or three days after that. And then she, that's when she texts me out of nowhere, what me to fist her. And since, since then we both kind of lost interest in the, the sex thing. The yeah, I was going to go back to that. Okay. Yeah. Cause we kind of like out of, out of like a hundred people, only like one or two of them would be like good to actually chat with. And so we both were like, yeah, I, I deleted it before she did. I was just like, man, this is this app is kind of bullshit. It's either people trying to like get you to fucking come over there and uh, they're like prostitutes or. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it, it was it wasn't like the best of ideas, but it was fun while it lasted, I guess. Right. And it made her realize she liked fisting herself. Right. <laughs> Got her into yeah, something and it, new. And it. It turned her into the idea of uh, opening up our relationship to a third. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I mean, so now she knows she's into girls, right? Possibly. And is that what you guys are thinking about maybe doing, having a threesome and she would be with the other woman? And would you be with that woman? I mean, what have you discussed about it? Like, how have you guys discussed it? And if so, what have you guys talked about? Uh, We have. I think about a week ago, because mm-hmm. I think the day I emailed you was like the day after she texted me she wanted to fist. So this was like, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. And in that two weeks, she went from, you know, quote unquote straight to possibly having a polyamorous relationship with another woman. Oh, and really? I say polyamorous because we were talking about just like a one night stand hookup. Mm-hmm. But then both of us were like, I mean, we're kind of getting older. Either one of us like really are into that type of thing anymore. She never really was. She's, I mean, she used to get mad whenever I say, let's go fuck. She'd say, no, it's not fuck. Let's make love. Right. And she, now she's wanting to eat, eat out the neighbor on the fucking front porch. <laughs> I was but, just going to say, maybe that's why she felt so bad afterwards. Cause she's kind of like, you know, she has both sides to her. She's a little conflicted. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And, uh, but we were both talking. Um, we both kind of picked out people that we know that either what, like we would be okay with. Cause those were the rules we set were like, both of us have to be on board with it a hundred percent. I can't come inside of her. For obvious reasons, mm-hmm. and uh, neither we can't like grow like a. At first, it was we can't get like catch feelings for him, but then my wife brought up the whole thing like she doesn't really want to do just like a random one night hookup. She wants like more of like a long term relationship, 
like a slow build up into it. And then like a, basically, like, I guess like a live in girlfriend, so to speak. Are you serious? Yeah. Why does she think, I mean, does she really like, it seems like she might not really, that might not really be what she, she might really just want to be fooling around with a girl. And maybe she just yeah. feels like she needs to, it to be that kind of situation because she feels weird about it just being a fling. But I mean, that's a whole different ball game than, you know, know. sexting with a girl. You you going to let a girl move into it. You have kids. Yeah. I just, She's going to go from like this uh, conservative person to like having, you know, another lover like romantic partner lover in your house i don't understand i think that's a little uh i think she's confused so yeah i could see that um i think she is i mean i agree to i pretty much let her set the rules because like i mean i'm not going to be the one that's going to be like having like a moral dilemma over fucking <laughs> fucking like a random chick or whatever. right yeah but so i, I let her set the rules more yeah so. for I mean, sure she did have one like she only wanted uh like certain positions or whatever but i kind of talked her out of that rule but what I do think, you mean certain positions oh like like she didn't want me to like fuck her from behind because that's or like fuck her in the ass or anything like that because that's like her favorite thing to do with me just like shit like that <laughs> Okay. Just like complete arbitrary bullshit, more or less. But uh, no, that's the kind of stuff you have to. Those are the kind of rules and stuff you guys have to flesh out beforehand before you jump in bed with somebody. But who have you guys discussed? Would be are these girls that you guys both know? Yeah, there are people we know from like high school or friends that we have now. And you're looking to possibly see if they'd be interested in having sex with the both of you. She's down with you fucking the girl too, right? Correct. She's down with you having a relationship with that girl too? That I'm not sure of. See, I think she would be more apt to um, enjoying like the one-time fling. Right. That's what I don't understand. But she said no. That's not what she wants? she, she She doesn't want that. She doesn't like that idea. Right. Which, which I'm okay with because, I mean, this this would be like going from just vanilla or moderately vanilla, the occasional pegging and fisting to like a full-blown polyamorous relationship with someone we've never met. I mean, that to me, that, that can be considered a big step. Well, you're going I to guess. a threesome. I, I don't think, I, I don't think... I don't think she's using the right word when she says polyamorous. I mean, that's like a whole different ball game. That's like she's looking to have a relationship with somebody else. Yeah, this, uh, like like a real a relationship. relationship, like a real relationship. Like you guys want to fall in love with somebody else it is a part of your relate. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that that's what she means. I think she just wants to have sex with a girl, but she doesn't, she feels bad that she would just, if it would just be a one-time thing. So she wants it to maybe 
in her mind be more meaningful so she uses that like, word but i don't think that that's what she really wants that's a, i get what you're saying like if it was you know a, I mean? like a serious relationship with this other person it would be less guilty and shameful than if it was just a one yeah, she's stand. saying that's what she wants but she just wants to fool around with a girl probably i don't know because like you know, she goes from sexting with girls and fisting herself while she's talking to a girl. Now she wants to have a girl in, but she has to be polyamorous. No, like she, it just, it's, it, that wouldn't be the jump. I think she's just saying it has to be something more because she feels weirded out by just like meaningless sex with a girl. So maybe she just wants to get to know them or it has to be someone she knows. I don't know, but I think polyamory and having a girl come in to your relationship as a as a polyamorous like thing and changing that changes your guys relationship on all levels that's what it really is about and I don't think that that sounds like what she's really looking for because that would be like then you guys would be having much different like talks like what you guys really talk about and what she's really experimenting with is just sex right and trying different things out i mean unless she thinks she would like fall for a girl too i don't know is that what you think like r- romantically i can see her falling like romantically in love with a, a female yeah oh you can you think i can yeah okay um because she's she's that like she's she doesn't like she's not a judgmental person really uh-huh. at all like she doesn't uh i guess she, like she she's more interested in the person themselves than what they look like right 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 totally mm-hmm. or how they're built or their makeup or whatever right like, if they have a dick or not i i think that's that's just the type of person she is mhm so she would never just have sex with someone that she didn't know or like and maybe then she would be able to or she would wind up starting to care about them because she's with them on that level yeah i think so mm-hmm. and she'd be fine with you falling for that person too uh, i don't know about that she yeah. says she would be but i don't think she would be yeah she doesn't even want you to fuck her in the ass because that's like what you guys have together you guys better talk about this stuff a little bit more before you go I mean, you could go have a threesome because I don't think it'll lead to any polyamorous shit right away. Most girls will have other things going on. But before you take it to the other level, like, you know, I would talk it out a little bit more with her. Just to make sure, you know, you don't get in trouble. I think we are because, I mean, like I said, it took us like almost like three or four years to do anal. I think this is going to be at least like six months or so down the line. Yeah, you'll probably, I mean, listen, I think she's down for a girl now that she, you know, has let her curiosity go and experience it over the phone or whatever with that girl. You know, she's going to be jonesing to do it in real life and fulfill that fantasy, right? Because she has you on board and why not? But, you know, and she has those rules in place and that's cool. Just take, let her take the lead, right? That's a smart thing to do. You sound like you know that already. Right, you've been down that road with her before, and see where where it takes you. You said in your um, email that you had a forbidden crush. Was that the sister oh. thing going on? Is that who's what you were talking about? But or what? Who's your? Yeah, that the... it was. It was like uh, I I probably could have worded it better in the email, but uh, do you have the crush? Well, was, that's what just... I was wondering. Like. 
Because when you said it in the email, I didn't. And then you told me the story. It sounded more like, you know, the sister's after you. Do you have a crush a little bit on the sister? No, not really. Okay. Uh, I mean, she's attractive, yes. But, I mean, I've known her since she was like 10 or 11 or whatever. Oh, God. And I I, I just see her as like a little kid, you know. Right. So the crush is more like it's her forbidden crush on you. Yeah. Right. Okay. And this and your wife knows about it. You're never going to go there. But you guys are yeah, looking. She used to tease me about it. Oh, really? Yeah. When, like, when her sister was younger, because like she was teasing that like her sister has a crush on me. Right. But how did she how is she going to feel when she knows that her sister was sending you like naked videos of her? I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't have them anymore. I deleted them, like, real quick on that one. Right. But she's going to hear this podcast? Probably. Right. And you and you think it'll be fine for her to find out for the first time that? Will she go back and say something to her sister? Uh, I don't know. I'll, probably, uh, I'll talk to her about it before. Because, I mean, this is going to air for, like, what, two, maybe two weeks? Yeah, I don't know. I have so many taped. It's like it's almost too much. I don't I don't know when I'm going to be able to. I may have to start airing more video. Like I, I tape one. I mean, I air one a week, but I have so many taped. I, like you were just reminding me that I have this. You brought up the guy, the bisexual one that I was having an argument that he was bi. And I had a guy come on because he was very anti the way I actually call guys out about like what's bisexual and what's not. And he wanted to you know, get that straight. And he taught me a lot. And I was just, I remember, oh my God, I taped him. I have so many taped. I don't know when the fuck I'm going to air anybody's. I mean, you know, I, I have to put it in a list and just follow it. So yeah, it won't be for a couple of weeks. So you don't have to worry about talking to her about it for a while. But I would just say that like, you know, she's never known and it's her sister. I mean, it's one thing to know that your sister has a crush on you. It's another thing that your sister is sending your guy, your husband, you know, naked pictures. So, you know, I don't know. Did, would that bother her that you've seen her sister naked? I don't Do you think? Do what? what was the last, what was the question? I, like, don't you think it would bother her that you have seen her sister naked and she didn't know? Like, you know, I, I mean, I get that you say that she always would make fun of you, that your sister, her sister liked you and stuff. But the thing that she didn't know is that your sister, her sister had sent you videos of herself coming out of the shower. So you've seen her sister naked, I'm assuming. So wouldn't yeah. that freak her out? Yeah, I mean... I think her sister's over it now. She's found uh, like a new person to harass. But it's not about that. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you don't think it would it would would be like I don't know. I have a sister. She has a husband. I've been with people like if like her if I if she found out that at one point I sent her hot like I would be. I don't know. You don't think that that would be like major? Uh, oh, the thing. I think she's gonna be pretty pissed about it, but. Uh, I think my wife's gonna be more mad that I didn't tell her when it happened, like a couple of years well, ago. But well, but why would you? Why would you want to leave that in the show? Like for her? Like maybe you shouldn't tell her to listen to the pot. Like maybe she shouldn't listen to the podcast. So we'll keep oh, it in. But I maybe don't let her listen to it. Yeah, I mean she doesn't really listen to podcasts, but I'm sure if I send her the link, she'll listen to it. Right. So, but if I were you, why would you send her the link? 
I probably won't, to be honest. But okay, that's what I want. Okay, that's what I was getting. I don't know. I just think it, it would t- kind of take away. I don't necessarily think it would take away from the show itself, but like take away from like me kind of telling the story, I guess. What if I took it out? Yeah, no, I, mean, I don't want to take it out. I'm just out no, want. no, no. I don't want to take it out, but I don't want you to get. I, I don't want you to get in trouble or busted or in a fucking fight with your wife. I think, like, I'm trying to. I'm sitting here thinking, like, are you dumb or is does your wife just? Or you just know your wife so much that you know that she won't care? But I think like you have the potential to have a big problem if she hears this podcast because there are some. There is that information that she didn't know about. And now you're talking about it. So like, no, I don't want to take it out. But I also I don't I don't want you to get in trouble. That's it. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm just giving you the heads up as like, say I was your friend, right? I'd be like, dude, don't let her fucking hear that podcast. She might be pissed. And that's her sister. Like you want to get them in a fight? I don't know. Am I the crazy one here? I don't know. Anyone listening to this? Can you please write in and tell me? Like, I think I'm right here. Like, I think it's um, you shouldn't let her listen. Because and the only reason I bring that up is because before we start, I started taping. You said, oh, yeah, my wife knows I'm going out to, you know, in the car to tape a podcast. So I was just assuming that she's going to listen to it. And that's all. I'm just giving you the warning. Don't let her listen to it. I appreciate you looking out for me, but I mean, I don't, I think if she did hear, she would probably be, she would, she would probably be upset, but it wouldn't be anything that we couldn't like talk about, talk it out. Right. Like you say, it would be no big deal. It wouldn't be like a big fight. I had a guy that had a big problem because his wife found his episode and he said some stuff. I don't know. And he really backed himself into a corner. And the, the last thing I ever want to happen is for, and that was only one time in like six years of me doing my show. But is is ever someone coming on my show and getting in trouble or having something bad happen to them? You know, I'm going to change your voice. You change your name. No one knows who the fuck you are. I don't know who you are, you know. So, uh, and I, you know, and I just don't want there to be any problems that, like I said, but, you know. Anyway, so just if you if you know that she could listen to it and and she's fine, that's great. Just keep me posted and let me know. You know. Oh. All right, and so yeah, when you, uh, yeah, and when you, uh, we're gonna wrap it up now. But when you have that threesome or that polyamorous relationship, and you guys were all happy in love with the third person, <laughs> call me up and let me know. Though I, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand the whole polyamorous thing. And I've said it before. I've said it to polyamorous couples that have been on my show. Like, I just don't understand, like, loving that many people. Like, I think it's hard enough to love one person, let let alone a couple. You know, I, I don't know. I think it's a very confusing, hard situation to navigate. You know? Um, um, loving someone's easy. It's getting them to love you. That's the hard part. Right. but And then bringing another person in. And then they're loving both people. I mean, she doesn't even want you to like I said fuck the other girl in the ass because that's safe for you two but yet she wants to bring another girl in and now you guys are both gonna like have a relationship with that other girl that's like I, I don't understand you know I think that like I said you have to uh, talk that out more but you'll take baby steps I'm sure I'm sure the first thing you guys yeah. will do is have a threesome with a girl and then you'll see how she fits into your life you know I think I think the 
the first three-way would be just like maybe kissing and then my wife making the girl watch me fuck my wife or something, you know, like something totally not like falls deep in it, you know, like. I don't know with your girlfriend. She it might be. I mean, with your girlfriend, with your wife, I think you'll go balls deep pretty quick. Uh, but <laughs> which is fine if you're gonna have a threesome, have a fucking three. Just do it. You know, like you know. I mean, maybe, but but you guys are looking to do it with someone that she knows. So maybe it might be a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if that would be faster or slower. I don't know or weirder or easier. But you know, I bet you anything. I don't know. She goes down on that girl first time you meet up. <laughs> Maybe I mean the person she has in mind uh, is recently like recently divorced, mm-hmm. has no kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, like me and this person already briefly dated, like way back in the day. So uh, you had sex with this person before? No, I've never had sex with her. We just I went on a few dates and. Like maybe made out a few times. It wasn't nothing serious. It was just like a, oh shit, I'm available. You're available. Let's see what happens. Right, right. It never went anywhere, but right. But maybe now it will. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, keep me posted. I love part twos on episodes and find out what's going to happen. Uh, and when it does, and like you said, you're probably like six months out, six months will be here in no time. You'll come back on and we'll, he will talk all about it and find out whether it was a polyamorous and going in that direction or just, you know, someone that you keep on the side. I'm curious, you know, whether you guys become just like, maybe you're just having an open relationship as opposed to a polyamorous relationship. So you'll have to keep me posted. Already, I will. All right, thanks so much for calling in, Jay. I'm, and thanks for turning me on to baddragon.com, bad-dragon.com. Hey, I'll remember if, if, if I hear you get some free shit and you don't say nothing I will. About no, this. of course, of course. No, I'll tell them that's uh, someone that called in told, told them all about it. I'll keep you posted. You'll hear it because you listen to my show. Yeah, and uh, they, their cum tubes the are what? like what make the They have cum tubes where you can literally make it, give yourself a cream pie. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna be looking at this website. It's so fascinating. Other people should go to it too. So thanks for that as yeah. well. <laughs> the last thing I have is their their lube's like really hypoallergenic. It's the only lube that works for my old lady. So oh, that's good to know. A, there's another good thing. All right, well, I'm gonna get off here. All right, thank you, Jay. Right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.